Hey, this is Bob in the Don't Die Podcast, brought to you by Ohana Fest down in Dana Point, and brought to you by Live Nation, bringing you concerts all over the world. It all begins with getting off drugs, people. Let's go out and live life, get sober, get the right treatment for you, and stop dying. Stop dying, Chuck. These kids need to stop it. Yeah, buddy, I haven't heard that for a long time. It's good to hear again. I know we haven't done a podcast for a long time because Mike Mark got his old job back. That's why. That's exactly why. <laughs> I we thought only, he went to the Grand We Canyon. only did the podcast because Mike's job was over because of COVID. Now that it's back full on, I text him all the time. We're going to do a podcast? Oh, I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. Oh, you're so full of shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he, was working for the, he was working for the Long Beach Police Department the other night. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. I was doing that. Anyway, I went on vacations in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I went to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving happened. Before Thanksgiving, you guys were impossible to get on the air. Fuck Thanksgiving. So. Can I just say that? I'm tired of things. You can say it, but Bob, do you want to know what I tell my kids? I'm American Indian. And I tell them that we're thankful that the Indians were kind and loving people and accepted the people in and fed them and treated them well. That's what we celebrate. You know, most people think Halloween's the beginning of the holidays. I just think Halloween is the greatest holiday of the year. And besides my sober, oh, yeah. sober birthday, like those two things, <laughs> but Thanksgiving I've always hated. And this is why, Sh- you know, shouldn't we be thankful every day? Like why yeah, do we have a but special it's an ex- day? It's an excuse. It's an excuse to get together with family. And like Mike was saying, I mean, everybody has their own interpretation, right? I know some uh, first generation or first nation people who, who absolutely abhor the holiday and I know some that celebrate it just because you get to be with family. I spend it up at the weed farm. That's what we do. Well, I'll tell you this. Holidays, for the most part, are just excuses to shop for most people. I, I, and, right. and Thanksgiving is the excuse for food and football. That's all it is. And, well, and- hold on. Let's go back. The weed, <laughs> the weed farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just anybody that's not caught up. Let's explain you and the weed farm. <laughs> oh, I, I've got, uh, I've got family that he's Cali. Uh, he's going. He's trying to get on that Cali sober thing. Yeah, you know what? It, that's one of the funniest things because I get looked at sideways in sober uh, circles because. I, I will occasionally bring some back and give it to my people that 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 smoke. Right. But they're people that are that are not addicts. You know what I mean? These are people that it's just it, it doesn't destroy their lives. And I don't have a problem with any chemical except for maybe fentanyl because it all has its place, just not with me. And I'm not anti weed. I'm not anti alcohol. I'm, I'm so glad there's been um, opiates when I've had surgeries, you know, so it's like the. Uh, I I. I like being up there man i like the simple life i like the big trees and the clean rivers and the uncongested roads but there's no places to see music up there so it's like i'm looking forward to seeing some music well let me tell you this that you know everybody uh go their own way right go their own way i choose to take nothing 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 but i don't frown on anyone who takes anything including now since we had our last podcast an old friend of mine is a fentanyl fanatic can i say that he's a fentanyl he considers himself a fentanyl connoisseur 
Oh. And, oh. and he's been sending me videos and he's, so he wants to correct me because he does listen to the podcast and he wants to correct us that we sound so old and stupid saying the word fentanyl. What they call it, Chuck, is Fetty. I'm not up on the hip hop lingo, but it's called Fetty. Fet, Fetty. Wow. F-E-T-I. That is, that is fucking stupid. But that's what you call it when you're buying it and when you're part of that culture. I'm not part of that culture. Okay, let me tell you that I've delved into that culture through this. Hey, Bob. What? One second. I would never take, being old school, I would never take anything called Fetty. <laughs> it's just I, I down would, so I weird. Done but Mike, you know what Mike would take? Something called horse. Horse. You know, horse tranquilizer. You know? No, that's what they used to call heroin in like the 60s. Yeah, they used to call it horse. Yeah, but okay. Fetty, come on. So, that's, that's like, so let me tell you where. Like heroin this, light. Let me tell you where this Fetty is. And let me tell you what all our liberal uh, friends need to know. So we live in California as I, you know, I don't know that we have as many listeners in California as we do elsewhere. So California is a strange place where we just give everybody money and they get to sleep wherever they want and they can poop in our front yard because we're nice people. We're just, we're just nice. We just love everybody. Eggers. Uh, I got to tell you a funny story. <laughs> Friend of mine's very wealthy and, he, and, uh, and he got the $1,400 bonus check or whatever for some reason. And he's been trying to give it back and they won't take it back. <laughs> no. That is government at its finest, Chuck. They gave $1,400 to a very wealthy person and they saw it in their bank account like, what the fuck is this? And so they called uh, the number that was attached to the deposit and are trying to give the money back. And the people don't know, like they've never had that happen before where somebody's <laughs> trying to give them money back. <laughs> so there are these hotels that were taken over during COVID for disenfranchised people, right? Who are Chuck, who are the most, who can you bet? What problem, what problem do you, do you bet that disenfranchised people have? What problem do you think they have? I, I would assume they don't have money. No, they, they're, they're drug addicts. <laughs> what the fuck is I wrong you with you? Are you guys, gosh, you're <laughs> out of touch. So, so anyways, I'm going to cut to the chase. So it's this big hotel in West, in West Covina. I, don't, I shouldn't say the name. Okay, so there's this big Just hotel where like, 400 homeless people live. Nice. And that's where my friend lives. And that's where the Fetty is. And there are ODs every day. They hand off Narcan to one another in the hallways. And they're all waiting on those $1,400 and $800 and $1,400 in the EDD. And there's also this hustle I was told today where you, this friend of mine is waiting on a check for $30,000 for COVID COVID housing relief check from the state of California, $30,000 no. that he's going to spend staying in a free hotel on Fetty oh, that's Fetty. being sold at the hotel. The reason why, said, no, but wait, it gets better. The reason why he called me is he was asking if he could get some of the don't die Narcan things for some of the people there. And I was like, yeah, of course. Well, like, I got to figure it out. Case. So I will be going to the hotel. I want to meet all the people. And I want to hand out the Narcan nose spray things, right? 
But this is this is what people in Santa Monica that vote for all this bullshit don't know is going on. Let's go there and do a don't die while we hand it out. We I'll should do you. a don't die at the hotel, Chuck. We should do it. I- I'm down. I'll do it. I'm down. So, so this I made me think that Chuck is burying his head in the sand because I bet you there's <laughs> the same kind of hotels down in, in not, God forbid, not in Huntington Beach, the perfect America's perfect town. But I'll True. bet you in Garden Grove or Westminster and those motels along Beach Boulevard, there are Fetty free housing developments there. I'll bet you. Yeah, I, if, if there are, you got to let me know for everybody that leaves treatment so I can send them there. <laughs> because I, I, I think I think I would have heard about it if because they'd go there instead of treatment because they're just going to treatment to get off the street. And I, well, you yeah, know, but, going I, back- but I think that there's let's let's face it. There are levels of intelligence and drug addicts this friend of mine is one of the brightest people i know how he got into the predicament excuse me the predicament he's in um is partly because of how intelligent he is so he knows every hustle and then he's hooked up with like this this network of people that know all the hustles right you've Mm -hmm. got your regular edd you've got your food relief you've got your your EDD cards, you've got your housing relief, you've got your unemployment because COVID, 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 COVID. This whole thing is madness. It's madness. It sounds like that community that you're talking about that they supposedly don't have. (laughs) They do have it. They They have have the community. (laughs) It sounds Mm. like it's better than our community. It is way better than the sober community. (laughs) They're looking out for one another. It's just like it sounds. It does sound like heaven. It does sound oh like heaven. it sounds like they'll get there real quick. Yeah, except for I the mean, dying every day part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dying every day. That's not. So, I mean, that's what I want to say. That's rough. That's so, a, that so is a, this is a sign that government has no idea of what it's dealing with. No idea, and the people mm-hmm. who vote these idiots in. Just have no idea. So we have been a completely democratically controlled county, city, state, and st- executive state legis- and legislature for six, 16 years. Uh, uh, yeah, 16, we're midterm. 16 years of Democrats in complete control. We have homeless people sleeping in our front yards. We have Fetty free Fetty festivals at, at hotels. (laughs) We're giving, we're giving able-bodied, really intelligent people that just have a drug program, a problem, $30,000 because they, uh, they were out of housing for the COVID. The COVID was so difficult for everyone, right? It's just madness. When is it going to end Chuck? And I'm not a Republican and I'm not, I'm just like, I'm trying to be a rational, sensible, sensical human being in a society that has gone mad. Well, good luck with that, because I mean, just the way you had to say that, where you had to say, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Trumper, but we're failing is, is part of the problem. You don't, you shouldn't have to qualify by speaking rationally what you're, what you're, uh, how you vote but yeah we're we're in a mess man and those those kids were making 50 60 thousand dollars it's all fraudulent though because they were saying that they were business owners and that they weren't able to work and they made a thousand dollars a week for about a year 
So they they made more money they're than Fetty, I do. They're Fetty dealers. They're Fetty they, dealers. You know, so their uh, their business is other, booming. Their business is other, booming dur- during COVID. Yeah, I, I, Fetty's cute. The other thing that's cute, like we, I wouldn't have never done methy or weedy. <laughs> it's so gross. Or oh, oh, I never thought of. Hey, let's that. get some hairy. Fetty. Um, but it's like that, I think it's they say it really fast. He says it really fast, like like Fitty. Fitty, like 50 cents, uh, an acquaintance of mine, and everybody around him calls him Fitty, Fitty, right? Fitty, yeah. Fitty. Yeah. And and so this seems like some sort of hip hop slang for fentanyl. But well, of course, it's. But it's I just want to say that we sound like dinosaurs to these kids that we're trying to help. That's all. Oh, kids. When we, aren't use the, when we, well, they laugh at us when we say the whole word fentanyl because they're, they're saying, yeah, I got. I got a bag of Fetty. I got a bag of Fetty, and and, uh, and these are these are like these are not kids either. They, these are like people in their thirties. Uh, but they're children. The, <laughs> <laughs> they're children. They're doing fentanyl. That tells me they're children. It's got no legs. Everybody I talk to says it's a, it's a bummer of a drug. You can't be a connoisseur of something with no legs that just kills people. And the other word that I learned this week, like I just I I knew. Okay, so if I had a client leave treatment briefly. He didn't actually leave because all he did was go off campus, right? Right. He looks up Fediwap tickets, Fediwap tickets, gets some pressies, which is the pressed pill. So it's on Craigslist, Fediwap? Fediwap, like the the hip-hop dude. Oh, okay. 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 I'm trying to get hip to all this. gets, Gets the pressies, the pressed pills. Uh, smokes one, overdoses, gets brought back with Narcan, gets sent to the ER. I, we change his level of care because you got to. Dude just died, and I'm fighting with insurance to get him RTC level of care, even though he had died and gone to the emergency <laughs> room. They don't see why. We need to increase his level of care from IOP where he can run around and pick this stuff up and go dying on us. You know, and it's just like it, it, it's madness. So, so you can get your Fetty Pressies. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Mike, are you I'm following out. this? Are you following this, Mike? I refuse to call it Fetty. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's just, it's just uh, you know, I, I get, I get, you know, drug addicts have an amazing way of pulling you off your like point and and orbit and into their chaos and madness right and and it's that's that's why being working in drug treatments like boxing is what i always say like boxing you're verbally boxing you're kind of physically kind of moving right and and it's an art form to work in drug treatment and I got I got caught up in this in this world today, this fetty world. <laughs> you know, I think it, I think it would be an interesting field trip. I, I think there's a lot to learn. I'm thinking from I need that. to do a documentary film about it. Like it sounds fascinating to me that that see because everybody's like, oh, the poor people that don't have any homes. Oh, we don't have any homes. There's not homes enough for everybody. Right. There's not homes enough for everybody because all these liberal rich people don't want multifamily 
dwellings in their districts. That's why there's no homes. They want these big, sprawling fucking houses, single family homes. It's all about the zoning of a county. I wish people were, I just wish people were halfway intelligent, Chuck. Just halfway. Uh, I'm not saying like really intelligent, just halfway intelligent. So here's what happens. Every, in, in a county, it's all zoned for what kind of housing you can have. And Southern California, Los Angeles in particular, has very few zoning areas where you can build apartment buildings or, or multifamily homes. Because the liberals who vote and care about the homeless people and care about the housing crisis and care about the education crisis and care about everyone and boo-hoo and boo-hoo don't <laughs> want apartment buildings next to their McMansions. That's exactly why. You know, oh, yeah. it's the truth. Uh, and so, Bob, is this hotel the Garden Court? I don't know. Why, why oh. are you looking it up? <laughs> yeah. Did you look up Fetty Hotel and that popped <laughs> up? Exactly. <laughs> I wonder, hotel hell, I they call if, it. I wonder <laughs> if when they get the call, the, the, the paramedics of the fire department close by there just goes, holy fuck, we were just there this morning. Holy I bet shit. you they rock, paper, scissors to take the call <laughs> because it's like, dude, I went the last time. That place is a freak. It's just disease. It's more walking flesh bags of disease everywhere and they just keep dying. That's got to be a miserable existence. And I wonder, I'd love to talk to the don't, the don't die Wisconsin guys. Is it going on up there? Is what, like, what is going on? So COVID swept in, scared the shit out of everybody, you know, uh, decimated certain part of our population, which is sad and horrible. But what it did to the rest of us is pretty fucked up too, right? I'm not saying dying is, but I know that the overdose death rate went up 30% because of COVID lockdown. It went up oh, yeah. for sure. And then now this never-ending money that the Democrats are going to give away, just, oh, everybody, poor babies, oh, here's some more money, $1,400, $800, EDD, here's your food, here's your housing, here's your food, here's your housing. Um, that's not going to help these people. Don't, don't fucking liberals know that by now? Jobs and, 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 and opportunity and education and re-education and and access to healthcare and access to treatment and access to mental health clinics. That's what helps people. Not just putting them in a free hotel and, and turn it into a Fetty celebration. I'm being truthful here. Right. Because like, when you said disenfranchised, I was thinking, you know, who is disenfranchised? Those are people that were deprived of something. These are people that were put out. These are people that didn't have the opportunities that everybody else had. That doesn't fit. Um, I mean, if you if you had a house and your your place of business that you've been running was shut down because of ridiculous mandates, and all of a sudden your family was homeless, you're disenfranchised because that was through none of your no, own. No, but doing. what happened was all the tens of thousands of Southern California kids that came out here from Ohio and Pennsylvania and Tennessee and, and Illinois, because their parents have good insurance who came out here for rehab to Costa Mesa and Hollywood and, 
and Marina del Rey and Malibu and Laguna Beach and, and Temecula and all the millions of rehabs that are in Southern California. All the kids that came out here were technically transient. Technically, they didn't have a home. And so as soon as they relapse or get kicked out of their sober living, they can go sign up for all this, all this nice. federal and state funding. Correct? I mean, that's what they're doing. Yeah. The ones I knew that did it were doing it um, illegally. They were, they were doing it illegally, the ones that I, that I knew of, because they were claiming things that weren't true. Whether the government catches up with them or not or chooses to catch up with them, I don't think they care because money's a number. You know, this is the weird thing about COVID is we were so broke and then all this money is being spent on COVID stuff, but the money supposedly wasn't there to begin with. So well, what is let, money? Let me at the pose end of the day? this to Mike Mart. Mike Mart, on December 25th of 1990, was that your sobriety date? December 25th, 1990? December 1991. Okay. This, on December 25th of 1991, if you could just go online and sign up and get 1600 bucks and waiting on a $30,000 check for your housing thing that you were uh, you know didn't have housing during covid and you could get uh are you, you saying know, would i have gotten free sober? health insurance would, yeah would you have gotten <laughs> sober? would i have gotten sober yeah uh, i mean i don't know there were so many great people back you know back in in those days in the in the program all of our friends you you know all you know who they all are i don't want to out yeah. them but yeah it was but a great 30, community. It was 30, a great community. So I, I don't just know. know plus, I just know for I'm a fact, just said, Fuck on it. the day that I got sober, which is March 16th, 1996, if I had $1,600 given to me out of nowhere into my- Oh, it would have delayed. Yeah. I would not have gotten sober. But those <laughs> windows- But wait a minute. But the windows of opportunity, I, I believe that- you get these windows of opportunity to get sober and change your life. I don't think it's every day. I don't think you can count on it. It just comes in this random fashion. Sometimes you get like three in a month, maybe, but, but it's so it's, it's not something you can count on those magical days where you have that epiphany. I remember what epiphany I had on March 15th. I had OD'd and I woke up. And I was like, I said out loud, it's the drugs. It's the drugs. It's the drugs. And, and it was like as if the first time I ever realized that my life was shit because of drugs. And in that moment, I decided I'm never going to take drugs. I'm going to do whatever's necessary to not take drugs. Now, Chuck, you notice I'm using the word drugs. Alcohol was a separate issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because it's not a drug, of course, well, as we all know. <laughs> but I don't is. know about Right. That. I know. I, I know. I know. I know. So I said, I'm not going to do drugs. I really did have this. I can't explain it. And I never have explained it well. It was just like as if down in my stomach, I realized that it was the drugs that had ruined my band, ruined my life, ruined every relationship, gotten me homeless, gotten me with no teeth, gotten me where nobody cared about me and I didn't care about myself, that it was the drugs that did that. And so I picked myself up and I walked about three or four long blocks to this Winchell's and I, uh, next door at the liquor store, about a half pint of vodka. And I went and got some orange juice and some donuts at the Winchell's and I read the LA times and got drunk. And that is 
the last time I ever had anything. And I thought I was just going to keep drinking, but one thing led to another. But that, that day that I went to my sister's house, Mike Murphy drove me to my sister's house. And uh, yeah. I don't think you can count on those days. And so, so the government is giving drug addicts $1,600 on those days. There's no way they're going to get sober. There's no that way. Is, that is so deep what you were what you were just saying. And that is the big part that none of us understand. And that even goes back to like the big book where they talk about a lucid interval, you know, being able to see things clearly. If I knew when those when I if I knew I could do that every Monday, I'd get loaded every Friday. And then I'd have that lucid interval where I know I'm having a problem and I go back to work on Monday. But I don't know if that's ever coming again. I wanted to stop a long time before I stopped this last time. It's, it's kind, the, kind of crazy. It's called a moment of clarity in traditional circles, but it right. is real. It is real. And I'm telling you, if that morning I could just go to a bank teller with a card the government gave me and I could get $400 out, I don't know that 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 that, that moment of clarity would have lasted beyond the morning. If I had four hundred dollars, you would have you would have spent five hundred dollars at least a week on dope, or maybe spent the whole thing trying to deal. No, dope I'm just talking about four hundred. I'm I'm assuming that if I got this sixteen hundred dollars the day before, twelve hundred of it would be gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And then you'd be in the same position. But you wouldn't have the same. You wouldn't have the same mindset. I would not got have the same mindset. And and I'm telling you, this is not good for drug addicts. And how do you how do you differentiate? The government's not going to be able to differentiate. No one's going to be able to as long as we keep giving away money to people because they I don't don't try. Is that that I know I'm going to get crucified by a lot of my friends right now, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is that you know, I was homeless for 2 years. I didn't sit around a boo-hoo about it. You know what, Chuck? I was embarrassed about it and wouldn't admit it because I had a car. So I would act like, Oh yeah. Hey, what's happening, man. I, you know, and I would go have breakfast with flea or whatever. And I wouldn't act like I was homeless. Nowadays they're just leading with it. Yeah. I got a fucking, uh, yeah. Fucking got my $1,600. I can't tell you how many times homeless, whatever you want to call this population, unlucky, the, the, not, the not triers <laughs> i don't know but i can't tell you they always lead with how great shit's going you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i got this fucking place and i got money and like like right that i don't get it i don't get it's it it's government government enabling i mean that's there the government's a bad parent that keeps giving money to their kid that's fucking up yeah, so I, I just want to say this dramatic statement. The government is killing drug addicts with this relief money. Make no mistake about it. They are killing drug addicts by giving them this money. And I, I don't have a solution. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm like Lenny Bruce. I don't have a solution. I'm just pointing out the problem. And I didn't yeah. really know about this problem until yesterday and today when this, you know, this old friend of mine got back in touch with me and told me all of what he's been doing and what's going on. And it's crazy, man. I'll it's crazy. The solution to what you're talking about, Bob, is that make people Mike shut it. it. 
make people show up in person to get the money. I mean, I don't understand this whole mailing out the fucking money. No, they don't mail it. It just goes right into your bank account, right, Chuck? That's even worse, right? Yeah. So what? To I'm your saying, card. I'm yeah. saying, like old school, go stand in line for your fucking methadone and your shit. Go see how long that fucking lasts. Good when you have to but go now, at five but, in the morning. But and now you're dehumanizing them and making treating them like cattle. Oh, I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's not a. Parody, no, I'm, I'm just though. saying not, the other. I'm just saying well, the other side of it, where Santa that's going to come in. I'm not, not going to call it liberal anymore. I'm just going to call it that Santa Monica state of mind. Right. <laughs> that it's a Santa Monica state of mind. Get up and go fucking stand in line. They're not going to do like it because because that might hurt their feelings, Mike. It could hurt their feelings. Yeah, well, somebody's got to fucking hurt their feelings. Somebody. What happened? What happened to uh, upside the fucking head? What happened to feelings aren't facts? Remember that term, Gloria? <laughs> Gloria Scott used to tell me that every fucking day. I'd say, you know what? I'm really feeling like nobody cares about me, and she'd say, feelings aren't facts. Right, right. You know, like, but now we're a society that is obsessed with other people's feelings. I mean, how about if you've been busted for drugs? You have to drug test before you get your fucking. You don't money. have to anymore. You don't have to anymore. Well, I you yeah. wanted a solution. That's my solution. If I was governor, <laughs> hell, they, you're you a know. fascist. You're you're Whatever. a racist. You're a bad person. You're oh, a Republican. Yeah. You're this. See you're how much that. it affects me? I'm laughing. I'm laughing. <laughs> 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 but that's that, see, that's the thing. My feelings. That's the thing is that I mean, you say if you said something like that in a public office, you would be so quick to get it, to be getting canceled or deleted or whatever they do to you that because you, you're not you're not caring, you're not you'd have to have safe places in line wherever they're supposed to go pick up their checks so they could talk to people about it. This we have come to a part a point where you, you can't even. Uh, Bob's been talking. We've been talking about this. Fine, for years. make them go talk to a fucking boring ass drug counselor too. That's a great idea. Stand in line and then talk to a fucking drug counselor because that's what I had to do. I had to stand in line at the methadone clinic at five a.m. in the morning, and then I had to go sit in a room with a counselor that told me I had zero chance of getting sober. And that's <laughs> what you got sick of and allowed you to hit a bottom. But we've taken away Mike, the bottoms. Mike, Mike, wait a minute though. Oh, I knew Mike. Then are you talking about? About the Pizarro Clinic in Echo Park? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The guy finally sat me down so, and he said, Look, I've done I'd it. love to. I, 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 wait a minute. I second that counselor's statement about the, about who Mike Mart was at that time. That's true. There was zero chance that Mike Mart is going to get sober. That, that guy was <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But later on, when things change, when you don't have any place to live and you haven't made a record in five years and you're not in a band anymore and, you, and you're just sitting at home smoking crack, all of a sudden you have a moment of clarity. Do you understand well, see, what I'm let's saying? See how, let's see how brilliant your Fetty Brilliant friend is when he has to go stand in line every morning. Well, it's not, they're never going to do it. I think, I think they're just... If I was cynical or I was one of these, uh, uh, inter if, internet, if, if I was, no, if I, well, if I was if. more cynical than I am, if I was more cynical than I am, I would think this is the government just trying to get rid of all the drug addicts. He's eventually known as your Fetty friend now. Okay. Just right. because that's so appropriate. Mike, Fetty I'm not even going to say, I want to kind of disguise him, but Mike Martin knows this person very well. <laughs> I'm sure I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love this guy. He's like one of the funniest, coolest guys. It's just, it's just madness. It's 
fucking madness to give drug addicts free money and housing and and they they the hotels chuck have cable tv you know i went there one time michael uh, like uh, six eight months ago and it's an old it's an old like i don't know it's like a hotel motel right hotel motel holiday inn but it has the old sign hbo <laughs> like it's got hbo oh, <laughs> hbo and <laughs> hbo and, and cinemax, cinemax. <laughs> wow. so they got here's the thing this is all i needed but for two years i couldn't uh, you know hold on to a place that had it i needed a a, a bathroom a bed a television set that had cable. That's all I needed. Now the government is providing that to all drug addicts in California. They're providing that. And the the other side of that, you know that the police in the area know what's happening. Oh, now. I only want to, oh now now we just so, now we just switch gears. So it okay, is not but, a conspiracy. But, so, it is not this this looting that's going on at the malls and this Nordstrom stuff is definitely the cops standing down to teach us all. Oh, yeah, you really want to defund the police? You want life without the police? Let's have a Christmas holiday without the police. And you're seeing it in Orange County. We're seeing it here in the yeah. Inland Empire. You're seeing it in the Valley in, in Los Angeles. You're seeing it in Beverly Hills. Just people coming in with sledgehammers into malls sledgehammering jewelry cases and stealing shit no cops no cops the cops show up like 17 minutes later they know the kids have a time frame of like 10 minutes nine minutes eight minutes they the the friend of mine that works at the northridge mall said they call out to each other how long it's been there's one guy that just sits there and yells to everyone how long they've been in the mall like like in Point Break or something, right? In that movie. <laughs> yeah. So so there's like yeah, so, 17 so, kids with sledgehammers. They steal all the jewelry and watches out of a place. And they're out of there in like eight minutes, nine minutes, 11 minutes. The cops don't show up for 17 minutes. It's insanity. The cops are purposely <laughs> standing down and allowing this to happen. Make I, I no that. mistake. I, I, I don't have a hard time believing that. I'll, I'll tell you why. Because they those those same kids are going in and stealing the sledgehammers ahead of time. And they know this like the day before, at least it was one news report, as they had gone to a Home Depot and, and stolen stole a, a bunch, bunch of sledgehammers, of sledgehammers. <laughs> all at once and run out with them. So that's so heavy. You, you one got each or is one guy carrying like five of them because they're heavy. I, I, couldn't tell you, but they're, they're better men than me. And, and so they run out at that point with the sort of tracking availability. If police wanted to get a, a, an eyeball on that or run down the cars, they could have. They know people stealing sledgehammers aren't up to any good. Thank God they're only breaking windows and stealing things and not bouncing them off people's heads. Okay. And I, now you I want to talk about the saddest thing that's happened all year. There's a woman named Jacqueline Avant, Mrs. Avant. And she's just an, she was, she, she was just an angel on earth. And I met her a couple of times and she was just this great friend to started this thing called neighbors of Watts. And she started the, um, South central, uh, uh, children's health clinic. She's this amazing woman. And I had talked to her office about 
the Watts, you know, we're doing a music school in Watts and stuff and very helpful. She's a dear friend of a friend of mine, just one of the most amazing women in the world. And uh, she was murdered in her house three nights ago. I don't know if you saw that on the news. 81 year old woman murdered in her house for, but for, uh, for some, jewel- some jewelry and some handbags. I mean, it's yeah, just right. madness what is going on in our society. It is fuck. What kind of, and Tyler Perry knew this woman, the, the actor guy or director guy. And he, he Twittered the morning that it happened. Um, what kind of subhumans are we living amongst? What kind of subhuman beings that would shoot a defenseless 81-year-old lady? She weighed like 100 pounds. What kind of yeah. fucking people are in our society? And then it's the guy fair. got caught because he got caught because he shot himself in the foot. Then, yeah, they did catch him. They caught him within 26 hours or something. And, and they catch him, and he's multiple offender, multiple violent crimes, uh, just in and out of prison his entire adult life, right? And then you look at, yeah, we want criminal justice reform. Yeah, we want nonviolent criminals to be, to be, you know, given an opportunity to rehabilitate them, rehabilitate themselves. But but we're letting out multiple, con, multiple convicted felon violent criminals. I'll show you why. The the guy in Wisconsin that ran over the six little old ladies at the Christmas party at the Christmas yeah. parade. He had been in prison multiple times and for violent crimes. And two days before he was out on bail for a thousand dollars for running his girlfriend over with that same car. This is not criminal justice reform. This is stupidity and idiocracy. This woman, all she did, all Jackie Avant did in this city for 50 years was give to the community, give money, give her home, give. She's like one of the angels of Los Angeles. She's what gives the city of angels its name. And this fucking asshole comes into her house and just shoots a little defenseless old lady. What kind of society do we have? I'm not kidding here. And I've known gangsters and I've known criminals and I've known murderers most of my adult life. No one would do that. No one. Right. There's, there's absolutely, at least in my head, there's levels of bad or evil. And that goes beyond that. Because you're talking about, that's totally, she probably would have given up the jewelry and the handbags of course. that's the other sort you know course. she probably would have said and then she would have said something like you know what they obviously needed it more than i do and and i hope they find their way or something but when when you go shoot when you go shooting or cutting up or even i i get sickened when i just see any uh brutality which just they love to show that stuff on the news where old people are getting attacked savagely attacked on the streets and it's just it, it's not good for anybody. But I and think it's, it's a sign that our society is breaking apart. There's a Joan Didion book called The Center Can't Hold. I just keep that yeah. just keeps reoccurring in my head. America's center can't hold anymore. It's beyond repair. Something is wrong with us. And the people like what I began about, if you think giving away money to people that are 
less fortunate than you solves the problem of that person, you're a fucking idiot. You are a fucking idiot. The entire city of Santa Monica is filled with fucking idiots. <laughs> no, I'm telling you the truth. Everybody yeah. knows no. that. Give somebody, you know what? For decades, I sit down and I talk with homeless people. Like before it was like this, this like lifestyle. You know, when I lived in Koreatown, there was this guy that was by the 7-Eleven all the time. And I'd just talk with him and be a human being with them and get to know his story. And he's from the Midwest and he came out here and he, you know, I forget what he was going to do, but then it didn't go right. He had been in uh, the reason why he was drunk one day, one night. And I said, Hey man, Hey, and he was harassing somebody. And I said, Hey man, Hey man, come on. It's me. It's me. It's me. And we walked and sat down on this steps outside the Seven Eleven. And I go, dude, you ever been to treatment before? And he got, you know how drunk people are, like they get all full of, you know, like stood up and like went to his, his uh, shopping cart and he pulled out the big book. Right? <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So that's what people need human contact, not to be put away in some motel far away from the rich people. Obviously, the, the hotel I'm talking about is not in Santa Monica or Beverly Hills or Brentwood or Pacific Palisades or Sherman Oaks or all the areas that vote for these ideas, they want it to be in Covina or in P Pomona or, you know, in G Garden Grove or Westminster or, you know, Pacoima or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Putting people in a, in a motel and, and, and giving them free cable and putting a little bit of money in their account is not, it's not, it's not humane. It's not the right thing to do. The right thing to do is get them help, insist that they accept it as best you can, and then hopefully get them into uh, the functioning of life that Mike and I and you've gotten into. All three of us have been that person. All three of us has been that non-functioning person in our society. Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you, there were systems that helped me, whether it was Cry Help or it was Musician's Assistance Program or it was um, the Needle Exchange helped me tremendously. But if we're just going right. to give everything to everybody and let them be in their little box, they, well, there's no chance of them ever being anything but that. Right. Well, yeah, That's you, true, you, yeah. You, you totally you totally took your first point and and rounded it with that. I mean, how how do you insist someone take help when they've got a place to stay? They've got money in their pocket. Yeah, they overdosed last night, but they got enough money to do it again today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day. How, how do you how do you how can you? And same thing, like, man, if we were walking down the street and I got a rig with some dope in it and the cops just say, hey, don't do that out here and send me on my way. How do I ever need help? Hey, can you take that Mike, around the corner? That that's, that's a school. What they do? That's what they do. They don't even, you know, they don't off, even you arrest people anymore. I want, I want, if there's some parents here that think somehow listening to me and Dr. Drew 20 years ago that they're going to get arrested, they're not going to get arrested. They're not going to. Yeah. I no, change my, they're, they're going to die and mm -hmm. they're going to be assisted in dying by the United States federal government, the democratic party 
and the state of California. They are going to assist them in their suicide with drugs. I I can't, I'm not going to soft pedal it. The United States government, the Democratic Party, and the state of California is killing drug addicts. The first thing that book, uh, you know, when you pulled, when you told that story about the book, uh, first thing it reminded me of is I used to have, I wish I had it still. I had a big book that I'd cut out a big square in and I just kept all my needles in it and stuff and all my dope. I knew nobody was going to go into that big book in my house and find my rig and my dope if it was in a big book. And um, the second thing is, is can you imagine that social media, if you, if you made them stand in line in a, in a helpline, right, to get the money, to get the thing, and it was out on the social media, look, there's Joe, he's standing in the social, he's standing in the line, you know, I mean, if, if you use social media in that kind of way, you, nobody would want to go. Well, but that, you're assuming that, that, you're assuming that people have shame and guilt anymore, Mike, they don't, they have (laughs) entitlement, they have entitlement and anger towards people who, who work or something, or, or, or functioning. I mean, they just I, think we're stupid. They just yeah. think that I, they, they look at me like you're absolutely stupid. You get up, you get dressed, you leave your uh, house, you come here that. and you do this. That, you're dealing uh, with a different, no, they, I, I, but I do deal with people who just say, you're a fucking asshole. You're rich. Fuck you. You know, the, the whole thing is slanted. It's unfair. And I, I, you know, once most of the time I just like, yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't even pay my taxes, but I'm rich. Okay. So, but, but, <laughs> but, uh, but I'll tell you some once in a while it gets under my skin. Right. And I step to him and I say, listen, motherfucker, I was sleeping in a s- abandoned Volkswagen between Burlington and Bonnie Bray in a dirt lot smoking crack with a crazy dude that wife left him who was in aerospace. And we would just sit in this Volkswagen all night. We had no seats. He put like a mattress in there. We just sit in there and smoke crack. And then I was a spotter up on third street to yell if cops were coming. Right. And this kid's accusing me of like, yeah, well, you know, fuck you, man. Fuck you. What and do this you know? kid, yeah. And by the way, this kid went from his parents' mansion to a fancy rehab to, to ser- sober living after sober living using his cre- his uh, insurance card is that uh, you said it his, right his, his, his credit his, card his cre- yeah. <laughs> same shit his his, his park hopper using card his his Aetna PPO insurance card like a credit card and he's and and somehow they're entitled they're entitled to what people work for, hard for they're entitled to and, and I'm not. I, I just, I always find myself saying this. I am not a Republican. I have nothing but <laughs> empathy and compassion. I have nothing but empathy for, and compassion for drug addicts, but I don't see how you can help them in this current state, political, whatever state of, of being that we are. There's no way of helping them. There's not, not one of them is going to want to go to treatment and kick Fetty and try to make a way for themselves. And another thing, if you if you if you are trying to get your life together and there's all these all these relief kind of programs and all these kind of things to help people get on their feet or maintain some sort of staying indoors or something, whatever whatever the new political correct way of saying it is. If you go to treatment and you get sober and 
And you're going to go right back to Fettyville. You're going to go right back to Fettyville. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How could you ever stay away from drugs? Fettyland. <laughs> Fettyland. <laughs> Fettyland. You know, I, you know, I think it, I, I can't believe that there's not more, uh, more tough guys going through there and robbing people. I mean, this just is a disaster. This is such a disaster waiting to happen in so many ways that, and you're right, funded by our government. That's just, that's uh, just, it's crazy. I don't know, man. This is all brand new. This, oh, I got news for you. You and I and Bob are paying for that. Or it's not the government paying for it. We're paying for it. No, they're just printing money, really. Are, are yeah, you know who's going to pay for it? I just is going to pay for it. <laughs> right. I just, I just is eight months old. And he's by the time, by the time he's 18, that's 18, 19 years, 17 years from now, taxes will be 60% of your income. I, I, man, I hate it when I agree with you, when you, when you say things that seem outlandish at first, <laughs> I really, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I don't hey, like Bob, when, hey, hey, Chuck, you got to do the disclaimer. You're not a Republican. I'm not a Republican. <laughs> I'm not a Democrat. <laughs> you know, you know, Bill Clinton said to a friend of mine one time, uh, this friend of mine never voted, thought, you know, it was very anti-government, punk rock or whatever, and told him like, you know, all you politicians are the fucking same. And he said, you know, I, I can see like a lot of people think that. And I sometimes think that myself. And but really, when you get down to it, I just see it this way. It's like Democrats care a little bit about common folk and Republicans don't care at all. <laughs> I am adopting that as my mantra. Well, it's, it's time for tough love, though, from those <laughs> It's a funny thing. One, th one way or the other, there's no fence sitting. There's no common ground whatsoever in between the two. There's so much lying about the COVID vaccine, right? So no one ever said it was going to stop people from getting COVID. Right. And I think, I think the Biden administration said that to get elected, kind of like, we're going to get rid of COVID. But anybody that knows anything about about epidemiology or about viruses the 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 flu shot that you get you still sometimes get the flu tuck right mm -hmm. yeah. and that's a combo against like eight variations or eight you know mutations or whatever so it, it never got presented right and so now people are saying well why get the fucking vaccine because you don't get sick and you don't die you fucking idiot <laughs> that's why Right. The person right. in San Francisco who had who had this Omni, whatever the fuck new version of it's called. Boy, it's a, a hard name to remember. Delta was so yeah, easy. It's like because I was like Delta Don, what's that flower you have on? So Delta was easy. This one, Omni, whatever it is. Omnicron. Uh, Omnicron. I thought it was Abercrombie. Ab Abercrombie and Finch. <laughs> So, so yeah, the Abercrombie and Finch uh, person that was infected in, in San Francisco had mild symptoms for three to four days because they were vaccinated, fully vaccinated. The people in South Africa that were vaccinated weren't even hospitalized. The people that were unvaccinated died and got very sick and are probably still in the hospital. So, so the, 
the, the Democrats kind of lied about what the vaccine was for, the purpose of it, and what it was going to accomplish, right? And, yeah. and I often think if you switch the whole thing around, and this is an interesting thing that I was thinking about a couple of weeks ago when, or a week ago when the, the Omni thing was coming around and, and, <laughs> and, and people are like, see, there's no reason to get vaccinated. I was like, no, this is actually a good reason to get vaccinated. But anyways, um, what if Trump, who really did do the speed of light project or whatever and, and stripped away a lot of the government interference in developing the vaccine, right? And by the way, there was a deal cut with Pfizer and Moderna five, six years ago that if a pandemic did hit, they would be the leaders in because they're leaders in in how to mechanize and get as many vaccines out to the public. Right. So there's always already a deal in place. So Moderna vaccine developed the thing. Re, uh, Trump gets all the restrictions, government restrictions out of the way so they can just do what's right and figure it out. Right. And then he and then it happened. The vaccine came right as the election was happening and the vaccine worked and Trump didn't embrace it because polling told him that the that his base are kind of suspicious of the government. Right. What if he had gone against that polling and said the vaccine shall be called the Trump vaccine and put the little <laughs> gold logo, put the little gold logo on, yeah. the, on the ampules. Right. And, yeah, and Trump, awesome. Trump syringes like the shoot you yeah. up in a Trump, yeah. in a Trump uh, thing. Talking. But here, so are you following? It's the me? greatest vaccine ever. Yeah, the greatest vaccine ever. <laughs> yeah. He did television commercials. It's the biggest and, vaccine and, of all time. The biggest, the biggest vaccine. And, and the greatest. And, it's and tremendous. Have, and what? If, and I wanted them to have like <laughs> cutouts of him, you know. Yeah, outside the pharmacies, like smiling, like when he was on The Apprentice, like two thumbs Getting up, the shot. like get Getting your the shot. shot and just like be the, be the huckster of the vaccine and call it the Trump vaccine. And then Trump is permanently associated with the vaccine. I'll bet you Democrats would be against the vaccine. Oh, no. oh I know so. I bet you they would. Uh, Are you kidding? If it wasn't called the COVID shot, if it was called the Trump shot, Democrats would be against it. Am I right, Chuck? Am I right? Yeah, I, I just think that if if they wouldn't have tagged Affordable Health Care Act, Obamacare, there wouldn't have been such an uprising against it. Yeah. So I think you're right. That's just the way the way the whole political thing is designed is it is two opposite teams fighting each other, not doing shit for anybody in they the process. They don't do shit for anybody Ta else. Taking so, opposite ends so no me, matter what. Again, there just is no middle Reimagine like a Trump, a life-size Trump cardboard stand-up outside of Rite Aid saying, get the Trump vaccine, <laughs> get the Trump vaccine. <laughs> it would be so awesome. I think that, you know, that TV show, um, Dark Mirror, Black Mirror, Black that, Mirror, that had yeah. the episode about the prime minister having sex with a pig. They should have a yep. Trump, <laughs> they should have like a go back and redo the COVID yeah, vaccine we, thing and call it the Trump about, vaccine. We talked about this about a Florida, like 90 something percent of the of the vaccinated people in Florida were Republicans. I think the Republicans made their own decision without any any kind of you know a lot of them went like you know what i don't care what anybody says i'm getting it you know oh you know what like i took to me. i took sid to bts and i was so nervous like because there's all these COVID things like the bts 
we're a, we have the BTS app, by the way. We're BTS. We're the we're a part of the BTS army. Do you guys know what that is? I'm a member of the BTS army, gentlemen. They have an army. They have an army. They are playing. I think they're still playing. They're playing six nights at SoCal Stadium. Eighty thousand people a night. Six nights. Half a half a million people saw them in one week. So me and Sid went last Sunday, and I intended because she's only got her one shot, right? And and when we went and got her the shot, it's just like a mom volunteer that writes that she got the shot on the thing, right? And so then um, the the we got the BTS tickets, and I'm all nervous because I'm reading all the COVID things on the BTS website. Oh no! And on the, I know and where on this the is ticket going. Master thing. So I forged the. I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like well, it, but then I realized I I read it wrong that it has to be 14 days after the second shot. Oh, you forged it wrong! I forged it wrong. <laughs> oh. Dad, what the hell are you doing, what Dad? The and then I'm so panicked. I did that Ooh. on Saturday afternoon. Then Saturday evening, I realized I fucked up. So then my intention <laughs> on Sunday was to go get her an, a negative COVID test or, you know, get her a COVID test at the urgent care here. Oh, go buy her a negative yeah, COVID right. test. I like that better. <laughs> you said it right the first time. Right. <laughs> so I intended to go get a COVID test at the That's... urgent care. But then Elvis <laughs> was like something went on. Like Elvis had something to do and I had to drive him somewhere. Oh, he had a sleep. He had a friend over on Sunday. So then I got all distracted yelling at them for fucking six hours. And uh, and then it was then the urgent care was closed because it's Sunday. They closed at four o'clock. And I was like, holy fuck. And so then I went back and tried to change the dates. That I had oh, no. <laughs> it looked like oh, my first fake now. ID. And then it? I had yeah. to look up. The original day that children could get their first vaccine was November 3rd, right? So there wasn't enough days. There wasn't enough days between the time that and 21 days. There's just not enough days. There's not there's not 21 days from the first shot to the second shot and then and then 14 days from 14 that. More. There's not enough days. So uh, Bob, now just, you're on the I weird just did dad the list, best. Man. I just did the best I could. I made November 3rd and, <laughs> and, and November 24th. And we went on November 30th, right? Or November 28th. And I'm go we're going up in the line and literally the whole way there. She's so excited. She's listening to BTS in the car. She's all dressed up with her BTS. She's ready for BTS. It's going to be the BTS greatest thing ever. And all I'm thinking is we're not going to get in. This is so fucked. This is going to hold you away in handcuffs. <laughs> this is clearly a forgery, Mr. Forrest. <laughs> so, so, then we get there. Guess how much it is to park at SoCal SoFi Stadium? $80. Oh, dollars. And then I'm like, so I and you're pulling in. There's like eighty thousand screaming BTS people. By the way, it's not all young people. It's like all those weird people at Disneyland that don't have children with them. They were at this too. <laughs> they were they were at this too. Like you know, you're looking. You know, there's a lot of dads and a lot of families with their kids. But then there's these random two. This couple dresses like Mickey Mouse or you know, it's just so weird. Those people are weird, Chuck. 
The people that are in Disneyland that by themselves and they don't have children. That is fucking no, weird. No, so there's no. a wow. lot of like we're gonna alienate people. everybody today. There's a lot of older people at this thing, like not older, like 30-year-old people, like together, like at BTS concert. So so I there's so many millions of people. I just gave the lady my credit card. I thought it, yeah, I thought Mike it'd be like thirty-five or forty dollars. I didn't think it was gonna be twenty-five. Uh, but they didn't tell me. And then you're just kind of going in. It's like this mechanized, futuristic Blade Runner type environment. And I realized, and it pings on my phone that I've gone over my $50. I have a $50 limit. I want to be, I want to know when I spend more than $50 and it pings <laughs> and it goes $80. And I stopped in my tracks and the girl was like four cars behind me. And I said, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And she came over to me and I go, you must have double charged me. I just got charged $80 on my credit card. She goes, yeah, 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 honey, it's $80. And she walked back to the people. Oh, I was my like, God. $80 wow. to park. You know what, Bob? That upsets me more than the Fetty, the <laughs> hotel, the fucking people dying at the hotel, any of that shit. We they don't wash your car. More. They don't fill <laughs> it with don't gas. Do they don't what check the air fucker. in your tires. So then, so then we get there, and we're walking in, and I do it first, and I'm ready, Chuck, so, because i am got my Sydney's passport and her COVID thing in my shirt pocket. But I'm going to kind of get out in front of her and kind of get between the guy who's looking at the things. And then she's on my left. He's on my right. I'm, and I have my phone with my vaccination thing and my driver's license. And I just put it to him. And then he goes, sure, sure. And he looks at it. And then I go and I pull out mine. I go, Sid, go through, go through, Sid. You know, like, I'm like, you know, like I, I'm trying to get her mm -hmm. like eight foot down the walkway so he won't stop her. Out if right. he reads it and he goes oh no she 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 can go she don't she, she doesn't need that and i was <laughs> like excuse me and he goes yeah children under 12 don't need vaccination cards I and i was like that. they can spread it oh. and so then now i had this discussion with the guy who's pissed <laughs> this <laughs> is not right motherfucker Check my papers. <laughs> I've got papers. Check my papers, dick. So then I'm like, God Fuck, dang it. Half the people in the stadium are under 12. Yeah. Oh, COVID, that's a lot of Rona. Fucking omnivore. If that was an if that had to have been an omni super spreader event. Omnicrom. Omnicrom. Uh, omni are you sure that's it? Yeah. Right. That's a terrible name. Any, anyways, we. um. We had the greatest time. It was so great. So then I'll, I'll just tell you this last thing. So I love some BTS. I'm I'm like down with some some BTS. I love the song Dynamite. I think it's excellent song. Dun, 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 oh, Dynamite. And I love the song Butter. Butter. Have you ever heard that song, Chuck? Butter by BTS? No. So no, they open up, it's like, you know, six or eight songs and they're introducing themselves and it's all great. And everybody's screaming. Like I hadn't heard screaming like this ever, ever. There's 80,000 people screaming. So, so then they do my favorite song, Dynamite, like number eight. <clears throat> I'm like, fuck yeah. Bitchin. Did you take your earplugs out for the, I didn't have earplugs. We don't oh. use earplugs in the forest family. We, we like tinnitus or tetanus or whatever oh. it's called. No, so you don't like tinnitus. These guys have so many hits. They do dynamite. They follow dynamite with butter. I'm like, fucking, oh I'm jumping up. I'm screaming. This is amazing. 
and you're getting thinking, the COVID. I'm, I'm excited, <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, they've done the two biggest hits of the year in their in their career, so this has got to be winding down. So then, like three more songs go by. It doesn't seem like they're in any way slowing down or winding things up. You're talking about now we're at song 13, right? So I go on FM songs set list, right? Oh, good. Oh, no, not good, Chuck. Not good. (laughs) We're on song 14. They do 24 songs before they do their encore. Oh, no. You get your BTS money's worth, bitches. So then I look at Sid and I go, Sid, are you tired? And she said, no, (laughs) no, no. And I said, are you sure? Because they're going to play for like like an hour and a half more. And she I see where you're going. Yeah. (laughs) She said, yeah, she she had that look, Chuck, of isn't that awesome? Yeah. Boy, it's not. So I had to to pull out the big bad weaponry. I said, you know what I really want to do, Sid? I want to play Plants vs. Zombies in Elvis's room on the Xbox. And she went, me too. And I said, okay, so let's watch a couple more songs, and then we're going to go play X, uh, Plants for Zombies on the Xbox. And that's oh, how I got her out of there. Is that evil? Is that awful? Yeah, yeah that's awful. <laughs> so well, the tool no, you used here's to get the her awful out. part, guys. It was like, what is wrong with society? This is the awful part. This is the awful part. That was at 9.30. I knew she was going to fall asleep in the car on the way home, and there was no way we were playing Xbox. Is that evil? No, it's clever. So then she woke up. (laughs) She woke up, and I was up. It was like 7 in the morning, and she woke up and said, Daddy? And I said, yeah. And I came to her bed, and uh, she said, we didn't play Plants for Zombies last night. Good for her. You owe her that. Please and tell I, me you paid up. And she said, are we going to play it now? And I said, no, you got to get to school now. And she had the saddest look on her face. And I said, oh, we can play it for 15 minutes. And then we went in Elvis's room you. and played Plants for Zombies. So anyways, it's been a hell of a couple of weeks, guys. But um I hope people don't think I'm a Republican. I don't know why I'm so uptight about that. Well, now you're now you're saying it so much that I think you're protesting a little too much. I think there's a little bit of uh, underlying Republicanism. No, but see, that's the problem. Is you shouldn't have to label common sense. That's the problem with it. Is that doesn't common sense doesn't have to fall into a party. And what is the common sense I'm really objecting to? Don't give drug addicts money. Isn't that our mantra to the parents? Isn't that a mantra to the spouses? Isn't that the drug treatment mantra? Do not enable the drug use. We are enabling tens of thousands of drug addicts in Southern California. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've all done it, though. We've all given that dope for 20 bucks, man, when he said he needed some money. And you're like, oh, okay. We did, but we don't because we've learned. Right, so that's we hope everybody. Can yeah, get I don't. Letter. I don't do it anymore. But uh, they don't want just twenty bucks. They want sixteen hundred dollars and a thirty thousand. Well, what if Fetty? If Fetty is more is more Fetty five hundred times more powerful. Twenty dollars should buy you enough for a month. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm be- gonna delve into it. I'm gonna I'm gonna delve into it. I'm gonna get a bunch of Narcan and bring it by there and kind of. I want to see how much you get for twenty dollars. Maybe you only get a tiny speck, Mike. 
Dude, you might get poked by a needle or something, man. The oh famous Bob Forrest gets uh, high at the at the Fetty at Fetty Land. At Fetty Land. <laughs> I don't want right, to give many ideas. Guys. I actually wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Fuck it. Don't bring the Narcan in there. Know what the fuck. I yeah, I'd set the box outside and run. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I make a meeting outside. <laughs> we need Kevlar. We need Kevlar pants. I and don't shirts. need. Yeah, <laughs> and then I don't need we'll to go in. in danger. I got kids. You got kids, Bob. <laughs> Fetty land. Anyways, we're not soldiers, man. We're just trying yeah. to help people that want it fucking help. If they don't want help, then good. Yeah, you say. used to have to go to the needle exchange. They didn't have Narcan there, but they had free needles. You, you had to go there. You didn't get it delivered to your house. Stand in line, motherfucker. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get in line, Shay. At five in the morning. Like <laughs> Why is Mike so obsessed with lines? Every I stand, You know how long the line was at BTS, it's a bummer. Mike? No, it was yeah. great. Are you just sitting with your daughter I and standing in line? Lines. Behind lines. you, behind you, in front of you, you don't know. They're just like you know. It's uh, horrible. The last thing I'll say is certain filth of humanity. Certain artists should just retire. Steven Spielberg. I just saw a commercial just now because I'm watching the Lakers <laughs> game. Steven Spielberg. The you know he made Jaws. Hey. I don't know if you ever saw Jaws. It was the fucking scariest yeah. movie ever. It was the greatest yeah, movie ever. It was great. And and. And he's made a remake of West Side Story. Yeah, that's where Why? that's where we're at as an as a as a cult, as a culture. Like I the know. guy that brought us, you know, American Graffiti. I think he produced, you know, Star Wars and and and, and yeah, it's like these guys that, that that do the new version of uh, the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. You don't need to do it after Mickey Rooney did it in 1936. You don't need to do it. But let me tell you something. West Side, ideas, West Side Story is is not that good of a of a movie. It was not that good. It was the the original was great. No, it's not. It's racist and horrible. Nah, it was great. Maybe man. that's why they need to write that shit. wrong. Maybe awesome. they write the wrong. I just realized. they needed to write Come on, that man. wrong. Maybe man. dancing knife fights. Dancing knife fights. Is Come it on? on. Is it on? Is it on streaming? I got to see it. It's, maybe they. It's maybe really they good. Got, the new really West Side good. Story, you know, no, the old one. The no, old it's one. awful and boring. I've never watched it all the way through. I used to have to. <laughs> that for some reason, people love that movie. Like I've had three different relationships where that was the girl's favorite movie of all time, and I yeah, have said and they oh, all failed, and, the, and I say oh yeah, 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 really great, yeah, really. Great. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you know what? The um, you know, Bob, when you said Omnicrom wasn't as good as the as the new COVID and everything, that's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of the sophomore album, right? Like uh, Omicron is the sophomore album of viruses, the second <laughs> album that did not sell very well. <laughs> well yeah. Well, let's hope. All right, you yeah. guys. Love you. See you later. Hide yeah, it was good talking to you, man. Hide good to see you guys. I don't care don't about anybody die, else, man. but you two, you guys don't die. That's all I care about. We yeah, shan't. I'm, I'm not going to just tonight. I'm pretty sure. Well, I've been given stay away from that fucking hotel, so. man. Okay, Talk put that you. box outside and run. Okay, see you later, guys. <laughs> bye. 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 bye.